Hi everyone, welcome to HubShot's episode 67, the podcast for marketing managers who are using HubSpot or are considering using HubSpot. My name's Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is my co-host Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. Craig, how are you? Look, I'm really well, but I, I, I must say I haven't been riding my BMX bike like you have lately. Yes, I have. My kids are into BMX riding, and I've sent them to Olympic Park for two days to train with a with a whole bunch of other kids and an Olympic coach. So. Yeah, and I saw some of the video you showed. Yeah, it looks like they're having a blast. Even in the heat, they're having a blast. <laughs> All right, so firstly, I would say if you'd like to be a part of our community, you can join our WhatsApp group at hubshots.com slash WhatsApp and also join our Facebook group with the link in the show notes. Now, Craig, onto our Inbound Thought of the Week. And the title for this show actually came from, we used a title generator from portent.com. Yeah, let us know what you thought. We're going to chat about this a little bit more when we come to our resource of the week as well. But really, the thought of the week is being a practitioner. Yeah, so building on this idea that we've kind of been discussing the last couple of episodes about being a practitioner of marketing, and last week we talked about deliberate practice and those kinds of things, I thought I'd mention something which I'm starting to do with customers, our customers this year. And I love this idea. I'm going to take it on board. Yeah, I'm actually going to force them to do a bit of training. What I mean by that is every month we have a review meeting and some of our bigger customers, we actually have a weekly meeting. But each month, I'm going to train them on one thing, one practical thing, show them something in in HubSpot or something in analytics or that. Uh, Even if they're like a head of marketing, general manager, they're not really hands-on on the kind of stuff, I'm actually going to train them on one particular area because I think it's the start of them becoming a practitioner of sorts. Even if they're not in there doing it, at least they understand. I think this is really important you at least understand the tools. Maybe I take them into their Facebook ad manager and I show these are the ads. Here's how you can see the results. They don't have to set up the ads, but at least they have a familiarity with it. Puts them on the path to being a practitioner. And so that's just an inbound thought for people. And I guess uh, for marketing managers listening to this, maybe think about how you can do that or get uh, the team that you're working with or an agency that you're working with, partnering with to train you just on one thing so that you can keep your skills up. And I would say a great place to start is to go to academy.hubspot.com. Yeah, if you want to do, do it the, yourself, yeah. Do the inbound uh, certification and do the inbound sales certification as a starter. And then there are many more like email marketing, content marketing, etc. So really encourage you to go there and do that as we go about doing it again this year for ourselves. On to our HubSpot marketing feature of the week, Craig. All right. Now, this is to do uh, with the HubSpot dashboards in in the marketing uh, side of HubSpot. And what they've really uh, done is they're surfacing some of the social media reports. You can actually get them if you dig into social media under the menu and the report section, but they're surfacing them as widgets in your main dashboard, which I think is interesting. And uh, you're and gonna... you can only have 10 widgets. I know. What is up with that? I don't know. But anyway, someone decided that was the maximum. <laughs> um, I guess that's to make, <laughs> give you, um, let's say, incentive to create more dashboards. Oh, hang on. I need to pay for that. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. So the four new reports that they've brought up to the surface, Craig, is about social clicks. So tracking the number of total clicks from links in your social messages, summoned across the social channels, your social clicks by channel, which is really good. So you can see what's sparking your social media click-through and success. Social interactions. Now, this is really good because it aggregates the number of engagements across your social networks. 
And finally, social interaction by channel, which is really good because you can check out. And you found something really interesting. Yeah, so and I've got a screenshot of one of them from um, uh, our dashboard, but I I didn't realize that Google Plus was driving a lot of our engagement and clicks. So, you know, when you go to the sources report, you just kind of see social drives Correct. this much. You go, oh, yeah, social's working. But uh, actually this widget, the social clicks by channel, highlighted that Google Plus... Yes, Google Plus. It's it's driving clicks, which I thought was extraordinary. So um, there you go. It's uh, it's given me better insight into our own portal. Yes. All right. So that's what's new in marketing. Now HubSpot sales feature of the week. I'm going to talk about meetings, and this is about creating personal meeting links that can be included in emails, can be embedded on your site. What you can do here is actually have a time availability in your calendar where people can click on a link and book a time without you getting involved. And I use this quite a bit for people to book time to talk to me. So I have certain times of the day where I have blocked off. So where I don't actually do anything, like on Mondays, for example, really the first part of Monday is really important. And then all of Friday, but anywhere in between Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, people can have meetings with me and I've made it in such a way, you know, there can be 15 minute meetings half an hour, 60 minutes. But in the tool, what it enables you to do is actually put in a buffer time. You can put in how many weeks in advance people can book you. So I think mine runs out to 11 weeks. And it really does save a lot of time. It saves a lot of time going backwards and forwards. And when you get people trained to go, hey, if you want to talk to me, just book a 15-minute meeting. And so like my 15-minute meeting is a phone call. You put it in there, put your number in there. It makes it really easy to manage that and have that as a gateway for people to talk to you. Yeah, look, I don't have this yet. Um, and Because it is in Sales Pro. And I was just going to say, so it's a paid add-on to the CRM in Sales Pro, but yes. I think I'm going to get it because when, I, when you were showing me that you could set up multiple calendars, I really like that because I was concerned that, okay, you, c- you can book a meeting with me, but how do I know it's one where you're going to call me versus, oh, I've actually got to travel because there's yes. I'm going to have different availabilities for yep. those. And I really like that buffer time. So it's almost like you can have two links, book a phone call with me or book a meeting. Where Correct. I, I kind of th- so I thought that was really, really useful. Now, speaking of booking meetings, and we're actually putting this to the test because we're going to actually be offering a new kind of meeting with us. And, and we're going to call it the Cafe Consulting we're Session. We're calling Cafe Consulting Sessions. And basically the idea is if you want to catch up with us for 15 minutes, to chat about anything HubSpot, feature or setup related in the Sydney CBD, in a cafe, really nice cafe, by the way, just around the corner from the HubSpot office. You've got a link there where you can just book the time. Uh, So we'll put that in the show notes and you can book in time. Basically, all you have to do is come along, bring your laptop with your HubSpot logged in and things like that and chat to us for, yeah, you've got us for 15 minutes and we'll give you some ideas and tips to take away. And talk about ideas and tips, and we're going to give you some later on the show, Craig. Yes, they're, they're excellent. <laughs> All right, Craig, on to opinion of the week. Okay, so here's the thing I'm going to raise, putting a price on user experience. And I'm going to compare HubSpot CRM with Zoho CRM. And I'll tell you why these two. So we've got a customer. They're actually moving away from HubSpot CRM to Zoho CRM. And interestingly, the reason they're doing that is for reporting because Zoho CRM gives them a whole bunch of reporting that they want and they can't get that in HubSpot CRM. So they're moving away, but they've done it reluctantly. And even in moving away, they are lamenting the user experience because they say to me and they say, oh, HubSpot CRM, we just love using it, right? They just, the user experience is really good. 
Uh, whereas when you go to Zoho, it's a different thing. It's I'm not going to say it's bad, but it's it's kind of that typical layout. Uh, and it doesn't, it just doesn't give you that, what's the word, that kind of joy ease, to use. Yeah, ease of use, I think. That's yeah. Right. So here's, here's the opinion thought that I would ask. What is the price that you put on that? Because HubSpot CRM is free, obviously, but uh, you can pay um, to, you know, add on features like the sales pro that we're talking about. And the reason this has come about is because one of the features that, or one of their notifications that there's just, you know, lovely orange ding up in the right, top right. Yeah, they've improve the whole look and feel of contacts and the actual general Mm. user experience. And it is really good to use. You just want to use it. And so then what's the value of that? And that's what I was going to say, because the value could be a monetary one, could be, oh, yes, we're going to pay for it to get these extra features. Um, It also could be a compromise one, which is, although we lose some functionality, say some extended reporting or something like that, the fact that people are more engaged and want to use it, maybe that actually makes up for it. It's a very difficult kind of um, value piece to uh, actually put a number on. I agree. But definitely. It's, it's definitely a discussion item, isn't it? We're having yeah. this with, with the customer and there's that kind of um, tension. Well, we really want to know what HubSpot was like using it, just didn't have this particular feature set that they needed. And HubSpot CRM may have it in the future. You know, they're always improving the product. But, yeah, something to think about there. And the, the key thing that I think is different about HubSpot CRM, which many of the other CRMs don't have, it's that whole timeline focus. Yes. So whereas in others you get this kind of oh, a screen full of fields, you know, that Salesforce look Correct. where it's kind of like a, a million and one fields. Yep. And it's all about evaluating all the data of the customer. With HubSpot, it's really about the timeline. It's really about engagement. So it's not about data about you. It's about engagement with you. Correct. And that's why that activity yes. metric comes in. So, yeah, it's interesting to compare the two and think what's the And it the doesn't make way. it overwhelming for people because it's linear. Yes. Right? So And it's easier. Like, I really love how quickly you can update fields and with that new update, like just the ease of use is really good. Oh, they're moving that save button. That's just right. to the bottom yes. left. So you can you don't have to go searching for it. Oh, it's so much better. Fantastic. Great job on the product team. Yeah, nice work. All right, Craig, on to our creative top 10 of the week. And this is a challenge you put out to me. Okay, so here's, I'll just explain the concept for listeners. Last week, we were talking about deliberate practice for being a marketer. And the third part of that deliberate practice piece was flexing creative muscles. So what we're going to do each week is we're going to give a challenge to each other. So some weeks will be me, sometimes you. This week it's me. I'm giving a challenge to you. And I want you to come up with 10 ideas, top 10 ideas for a particular problem. So, you know, solve for the problem. I'm going to give you a problem. I want 10 ideas. So this is you getting creative. Here's my problem. So one of my customers, one of our customers is a corporate catering company in Sydney. And so I want 10 ideas for driving more traffic. All right, Craig, here we go. Number one, share preparation of food on Instagram and Pinterest. Number two, target venues that don't have catering included in their offering. Number three, tag and share suppliers, pictures and posts so they can broaden their reach and get them to obviously share their stories in return. Create content. Number four, create content specific to areas of corporate catering that are not already being targeted on the blog. Another one, have a corporate catering night for event planners to experience their food and service. Number six, use Facebook to reach businesses. So people like admin staff, executive assistants, assistants and event planners so they can showcase what their capabilities are. Segment and email their past customers who are, who are regulars and then also 
who have purchased only once from them. So maybe it's re-engaging those people. Number eight, use similar audiences in Google and Facebook to reach new prospective customers. Number nine, partner with a celebrity chef to promote their brand and reach online and offline. Number 10, find social influencers to reach a new audience, their new audiences. And number 11, the bonus for you, Craig, is to go after larger contracts for large venues where they can be the sole caterer. Yes. Now, those are excellent. And um, like the, some of them we do. Yes. Uh, especially social. We do a lot of social because food, you know, it's, it works really well. But they're great ideas. Now, let me ask you this. How did you feel when you were doing that? Were you struggling? How much effort did you require to come up with those? A fair bit of effort. I yeah. mean, I... Probably did comfortably up to five. Then from five to seven, I I had to expend a bit more energy. And then from seven to 11 or 10, I really had to. You're really working. Really working hard. Yeah. But I mean, it's really, it was really rewarding to hear your feedback um, once I'd actually written them down just before the show started. So it was good. Look, I think you did really well. They're great. And I'm going to use some of those. So number three, tag and share suppliers, pitches and posts. So they can broaden their rent. Like that's a great idea. Yeah. And it's like. In some ways, you kind of think of it in hindsight and go, oh, yeah, yeah, why didn't I think of that? But that's it. It's creative. These are the things. And re- I really like being challenged. And I, I, I just think they were really good. So for and listening, this- and I think the benefit here, Craig, was, A, you didn't give me too much about them. I don't know who they are. I, don't, I have not seen any of their stuff. And you basically gave me a, kind of a loose framework. And that's what I've basically worked with. Yeah. So that's great. So thanks for that. For listeners, here's the reason why we did that. It's to challenge our creative muscles. So some of those ideas, we're not saying like, here's the strategy if you, you're one of your customers or you're a creating company as well, right? Yes. We're just saying get creative and force yourself to do hard work and effort just to think about ideas, flex your creative muscles. And you can challenge me next week. I'll do one for I will. your customers. All right. Good one. All right. Podcast of the week, Craig. Okay, so um, you know how last episode we started the episode by saying we're not going to have um, predictions. We're going to do that in February. Um, I actually hadn't heard it then, but um, the Hubcast, one of their episodes, I think at the end of last year, because I've just caught up on my Hubcast listening, they did a predictions episode, right? So I was like, um, I hadn't heard that when I made my comment last week, but I actually listened to it. It was really good. And Marcus, what basically what happened is George threw an article to Marcus that had come from the Convince and Convert blog and said, oh, here's some predictions. Why, why don't you riff on them? And Marcus did, and really good format. I, I really like him, you know, just riffing yes. on that topic because it was quite compact and a lot of ton of good ideas. And in particular, he's thinking about uh, virtual reality and how some, and his experience, you know, using Oculus and other things like that, um, how he's going to imp- integrate that with his river pools, you know, selling pools where they're basically going to create this experience where you can jump in a pool, experience it before you buy it. And I just found his way of thinking through it and also some of the things he's not going to do uh, that he was talking about for brands really useful. So we'll just uh, recommend that um, episode. We've got a link in the show notes to that. All right. Here's number 12 for your previous 10. Yes. (laughs) Use VR to showcase the food. Isn't Yes, that's right. So people can experience it at a live venue, at a venue, and see what the end experience will be like. Yes, excellent idea. All right, on to our resource of the week, Craig, and this is the headline analyzer, and this is from CoSchedule, and we use this to analyze the blog post title or the show title, but we often use this when we're writing blog posts for ourselves and for our customers. We use this to rate the headline quality 
and rate its ability to result in social shares, increased traffic, and SEO values. So I'd recommend it's a great place to start. I mean, we were sitting together going, we, how many did we put in? About 15 headlines? Yes, we did. <laughs> Trying to get up our score. Yeah. And what was the headline you came up with? Uh, what was the title of this episode, Craig? Uh, are we going to say? Because <laughs> we might change it by the time it goes live. No, but the one we chose was insane HubSpot tweaks that will make you blush because that had a whole bunch of words and emotions and things. Though. Correct. So there were certain things which was really interesting. There's obviously the emotional aspect. There's an action aspect. So I'd encourage you to go have a look at it. If you've never looked at anything like this, it's a really good resource to just have under your belt when you're creating. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to see, well, first of all, if anyone blushes after listening to this episode, I I feel I am at the moment just (laughs) talking about this. But in some ways it's disingenuous. It's kind of a clickbaity title. And so we just wanted to see how that responds and also, you know, leave your comments. Uh, I don't think it's so bad that you would feel that you clicked through and were, (laughs) oh, I didn't get what, like if it's got blush in the title, it's not like you think, oh, I didn't make me blush. I feel, you know, deceived by them. But it was just a way of using another word and an emotion. That So interesting. Or test and measure. Test and measure. That's exactly what we're doing. All right, Craig, on to our quote of the week. And this is from Brian. Yeah, good one that you found. It says, your focus should include creating communities outside of your site for people to connect with you, your products and others within the community. Ultimately, this outside focus will drive people back to your site. So I think this really drives home the, one of the messages that Brian talked about at Inbound where, you know, people aren't just coming to your site, but they, they live in all of these different communities online, socially, you know, even in forums. Like I know, for example, one of the guys who works, Glenn, he spends a lot of time in a hot rod forum and people in that forum actually log on every day to see what he was doing at the time when he was building hot rods. So it's just phenomenal. So you've got to really go where people are yeah, and build that community. All right, Craig, you've got some bonus content links. Yeah, we'll just mention that we've started adding a bonus links of the week section. So drill through the show notes and these are basically articles that we read and recommend uh, but didn't get a chance to talk about in the show. Um, although next week, because one of the links is to Ryan Benici's talk from Inbound. Yes, so we'll gonna, talk more we'll, about we'll that. We'll chat about that next week. So on your own. And uh, one book recommendation from you is Oh, called... just Peak by Anders Ericsson. And, yeah, it's about peak performance. And this whole, like, interesting, he talks about the 10,000-hour rule because it kind of originated from some of his early research and yes. made famous by Malcolm Gladwell. And he basically says how it was totally misinterpreted by Malcolm Gladwell and he basically debunks the whole 10,000-hour rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting, um, interesting book. And, uh, yeah, we've got a link there. All right. And we are at the end of the show, so I'd love if you guys could leave us some feedback and rate us on iTunes and SoundCloud. That would would be fantastic. Also, finally, don't forget Cafe Consulting coming to Sydney. So there's a link in the show notes to book for that. Did we mention the date? It was 25th of January. 25th of January, 2017 in Sydney CBD. That's a Wednesday afternoon. Correct. And, uh, yeah, book in with the link. And all the details are in the show notes, so please book it in. And we'd love to hear from you. And you can go to hubshots.com or go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and reach out to us. Until next time, Craig. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hubshots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.